So how was it at Salos? Because you said the first academy you trained in was uh, at Salos. He barrows uh, of probably like yeah. the mecca of like jiu-jitsu, is like San Diego, so Southern California. But I'm, I'm guessing you right. trained in the gi and, and stuff. Like, so how was it? Like, what, what didn't like click exactly? That's a, that's a great question. I've thought about that before. You know, um, honestly, I mean, not, not speaking poorly on the academy at all. I mean, I took two classes, you know, in two classes. You're not going to get a feel for any school. Uh, but the instruction was great. I mean, my, my first class, I remember we were doing a uh, rolling back take off the half guard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as a white belt, learning that for the first time, like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, this is this is awesome. Uh, so, so there was no, no, nothing negative about it, other than the fact that when we were doing like warm ups, we were working on on breaking grips. You know, like somebody grabs and you know you have your your style of breaking the grip. And and for some reason, I I just I didn't like that. I I didn't I didn't feel I didn't think that it was the most practical. You know, I was thinking to myself like uh like if I was gonna use this in self defense. And again, you know, like if you know judo and you know in you know if someone knows judo and they grab you, you're you're done. That that person's gonna flip you over. And of course, you know, Salos is really big into judo. Um, they they uh they do a lot of uh, judo training over there. But I, I don't know, I just something about it just didn't didn't call to me. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, one of the reasons why I like nogi is I like the rash garden spats. I feel like I. I'm like a damn superhero when I put it on, you know, it's like tight to your skin and like, you just feel good. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm a dork just because of that, <laughs> but I, it was a combination of, of like just the, the, the grips and the, and, and, uh, and, and just like the gi just, just wasn't the, the pajama wasn't the thing, you know, the, 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 the spandex the called and the, shorts and the rash card. Was, it was. It's, it's, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, like, yeah. like, no disrespect to anyone that trains in the gi. I still train in the gi. Like it's all it's all good, right? But it's of course just, not. I don't know. For me, I was like, it's so much easier to just wear these rash guards and <laughs> shorts, and it makes the laundry so much easier. You know what I mean? But uh, going on to my like my yes. my story, like when I first got introduced to leg locks, I I mean I didn't know that you couldn't do them, and I went to like it goes back. I kind of went on a tangent, but goes back to my story when I went to Academy in, in Ontario. Well, we were rolling and obviously, so the guy stands up, uh, I go for Ashi or single leg X. You know, I go through the whole transition mm-hmm. and the instructor's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And I'm just like, you can't do that. Like when you do that, when you reap, that could be very dangerous. And I'm in my head, I was like, but we do that all the time. <laughs> right i was like, I was like well, and no one gets hit. so funny story um i was rolling uh with a blue belt at solos um it was, must have been like either my, my first or second class and solo was sitting they have they have like two two separate floors two uh like two different mats and we're on the main mat and he's sitting and he's uh sitting on a white chair and he's drinking an, an espresso and he's just watching us you know uh uh, it, I, I just thought like that 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 scene was was pretty funny, and um, I had grabbed the the dude's leg, and just kind of like I didn't know leg too much too many leg locks at, at that moment, but instinctively I brought my foot over, so I was I was reaping their leg, and then everybody, all the instructors, and he even jumped off the chair, and he's like, "Stop!" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, like, what, what's going on?" And he's like, "You can't do that," so I had no idea what I did, and I'm like, "What's what, what? What do you mean?" He's like, "You can't." 
bring your leg over that's dangerous and you're going to get disqualified. And I think that's what it was. That's, that's what really kind of like pushed me away from it because I, I was watching leg lock videos and I was, you know, I'm like, first off, I'm like, this, this is not going to really hurt the person. And, and two, why, why can I just do something? You know, it, it's a submission. It's, it's a legitimate move to attack the human body. Why is it going to, you know, what, why can't I do it? And that, that's, that's my, my personal thing with the IBJJF. Now I have nothing against the gi. I think the gi is fantastic. And, and, you know, I, I have trained the gi, you know, since then, you know, I think it's definitely made me better at, at controlling and, and pausing. And, you know, it, it does, it give you a, a different insight to jujitsu. But the only thing is, it's that rule set that um, I think a lot of people um, have kind of just become disenfranchised with uh, yeah, I think with the whole the no rule set because um, yeah with with like no reaping and everything like that like they really want to stick to it and I guess if if that's the competition that you're always training in and that's what you're trying to get yourself acclimated to then it actually starts becoming you know it starts becoming habitual right like then it becomes reaping's bad because you're always constantly training for that IBJJF rule set but if you look at it on a different on the other side of the coin, I mean, leg locks, foot locks, anything you know uh, involving the legs are those are legitimate attacks. Those have to be addressed. Like it has to absolutely be addressed. Like I'm sure you'd agree, right? Of course, definitely. But I, I think that that's something that the IBJJF is uh, very much immovable. Um, I don't think that they'll ever allow heel hooks and, and reaping, I think that that's always going to be something that, that um, like in their mind sets them apart. But I really think that's going to be one of the downfalls of the IBJJF, aside from, from then not paying their um, athletes and, and not really taking care of, of people. Um, I think over time, the IBJJF, although it's very prestigious, don't get me wrong. Like if, if you get a gold, if you get, you know, get, get a gold at Mundial, it's like, that's, that's a big deal. You know, it, um, but as far as actually making a living, because, you know, I think a lot of people nowadays are looking to make a living off jujitsu. Submission grappling is, is the way to go. It's it's much more conducive to, to submissions, obviously, and um, you get paid more. There's there's more shows. And I think in a couple of years, I'm saying like within the next three to four years, I think jujitsu is going to be on TV. And I think that there's a lot of promotions out there that are doing it right. Um, I think that what we're watching, witnessing right now is kind of like the beginnings of like the NFL when, when football kind of first started, it was, uh, you know, very, very loose, very chaotic and little by little, they began to, uh, you know, to come together and, and, and make a, a legitimate organization. And, and I hope um, that, that, you know, jujitsu continues to grow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer that the tide rises all ships um, and, uh, to, to pay their athletes better. Um, I think that's that's coming around. So I don't know, maybe, maybe the IBJJF not having that reaping rule is going to benefit uh-huh. us in the long run. Yeah, true, because then uh, everything in the spectrum will begin to grow. Like, I think I think Gordon Ryan, like, put, put something on his page, like a post regarding, like, athletes getting paid, right, and, and more incentive for, for competing. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that are looking to make this pretty much their livelihood, right? I mean, they already dedicate like their whole life into training, dedicate their whole life into bettering themselves in the sport. I'm pretty sure what they want is to be able to, you know, eat off pretty much like this this art, right? And, and feed their family. Of